Hello and welcome into the SoRare Andrews podcast brought to you by SoRare Data. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on SoRare, joined as always by Andy Black. You can find us Black on SoRare. This week to talk about God knows what since it's an international break. I don't have any lineups this week that don't include common cards. Andy, I played the Academy. I felt really bad about it. Let's go. But I did it anyway. And... Yeah. Oh, and I had my biggest sale ever this morning or yesterday. I don't even remember when it was now. So two questions then. What does the Academy team you got going look like? And what was your biggest sale? Uh, so the I put a lot of time and research into this Academy team because international, you know, there's international play. You just never know who might play and whatnot. So I spent like at least... 12 to 13 seconds putting my lineups together. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually really excited about them. Let me see if I can pull them up. Um, I, I kind of feel like a whale to be honest with these, these commons here. Um, let me pull it up here. Come here we go. So we've got, Oh, so Minulay is probably not going to start. I don't even have a starting goalie. And then I don't think any of these guys, I don't know if wait, they normally wait. play. That's, ca- that's casual league though, right? Oh, this that's is casual. Good. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Here's the academy. I don't think uh, Alamdar starts anyway, but he might. And I know the Timber plays sometimes and De Jong and Mbappe and, and Memphis. So uh, I, I don't know. I thought you that's had to have a, like a limited for the academy, no? No, you don't. Um, can you? Like, you can. You- I think you can have up to two of them. But I didn't, I didn't have any playing anyway. Did you get a bonus if, if they? Yes. Yeah. It, and it's like significant. And yet I'm pretty sure that every lineup I've seen that's won the Academy had, had no limited cards in it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. This is it. It's my whole week right there. That's exciting. So what was your biggest sale then? Um, I sold my Martin Vandevort rare card yesterday, today. It was... It's something that I had been talking to a couple people about. I was on Quinny's stream yesterday. Let me rephrase. I forced Quinny to stream with me yesterday to talk about some certain things. And I happened to mention that I was potentially getting out of U23. I actually brought this up with Sean off uh, stream once. And I was like, I'm just not sure I want to compete in U23 anymore. Like I, the excitement that people get in playing U23, I just don't have it. And I'm just like, oh yeah, that you know, I I love paying like 50% more yeah. for a guy because he happens to be 20. I get it. I get why people like it. It's just not for me. So I mentioned to Sean, I was like, I think I'm just gonna sell my Vandevoort. That's like my it was my most valuable card. And he was like, if you're gonna, you'll probably like still have at least one U23 lineup, just keep Vandevoort. And I'm like, I can get more from my Vandevoort than anything else. So I posted it, it wasn't the floor price. I didn't expect it to sell. And then all of a sudden, like I got the notification and it was like, your card has been sold. Did it have like more, more XP or something? It's exactly what it was. Yes. Um, And so I actually posted like a bunch of my cards that I thought, you know, some of which I'm trying to sell some of which um, I would be happy to sell. Like I don't necessarily need them. What's funny is that, I was listening to, I mentioned this on Quinny's stream yesterday. I was listening to the end product podcast last week when Harry trades was on and 
Quinny was talking about how people take the international break to like reassess their gallery and postcards and a lot of people aren't buying cards now. So it's like a lot of people who are posting cards. And when that happens, like prices, you know, people start undercutting and I'm like, oh my God, that's exactly what I'm doing. And so I posted the Vandevoort. It might've been floor when I posted it, but two people undercut me. So I was like, oh, that's not going to sell. And I had a few others that were on the market. So I got the little notification on SoRare and I was like, oh, cool. And it was like, your card has been sold. I'm like, oh, great. And then I saw it was Vandevoort and I was like, holy shit, that card was not supposed to sell. Right. And there were two others on the on the market that were cheaper than mine. So then I had the immediate like, should I just buy right back in? And then I made like, you know, 0.05 or whatever. I haven't done it. Vandevoort, I believe, has since sold again for less than you, mine. You should have told me this because I'm I'm thinking about buying a Vandevoort. <clears throat> well, I don't think you would have overpaid. Like, I feel like the, the person who bought mine, I mean... I only want the cool one, too. And so I didn't have a cool one. I had the one... So these three that are like the floor ones now, which is just like last season's regular card. That's the one I had and sold. Qu and I... Qu Quinny's selling the cool one. So the, the so Quinny had the cool... So two of the... I think the one after mine... Is it this one? Yeah, so this one... Uh, sold for 2.76, which is what it was posted for. Mine was posted for 2.805 and had more XP. And when I was like, should I buy back in? I was going to buy back in on this, the cooler one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, whatever. Because I remember when I bought the Vandevoort card, I the only reason I did it is because I used to have Justin Bilo. And it's Bilo, not Bidgelo. It is Bilo. I, I watched something once and they said Bilo and I was like, oh, what do you know? But it, yes, some people say Bijlo or buy. Bi they weren't whatever. telling you to buy low. Yes. Buy low. So I remember I woke up one day before a deadline and I don't, it, I wasn't waking up for this specific reason, but I had Bilo on the market and it sold. Uh. And during this time, Bilo was more expensive than Vandevort. And I was actually trying to trade Bilo for Vandevort and like nobody would take it. So then all of a sudden my Bilo sold and it's like minutes before lock and I had a lineup that he was in. So I was like, all right, there's a Vandevoort that's cheaper. So I sold Bilo for 1.1. I bought Vandevoort for 1.0, but the only ones in the market at the time were these boring 2021 ones. And I really wanted that like side face one. And so I've been like, so that's what I bought. And then yesterday when it sold, I'm like, I can buy back in for less than what I just sold mine for and get the cooler card. But as you can see on this screen, I did not do it yet. Hmm. Playing with fire over there, listing cards that are in lineups. Yeah. Is that something you normally do? Um, yeah, because my cards never sell. <laughs> it's, a, it's the total thing where I'm like, I'm willing to post the card because I'm like, what I'll make on the card is more than I'll win with this lineup. But then it sells and then I do like the panic buy just before the deadline. Mm. It's really stupid. <laughs> but yes, I definitely do that. I think I'll only do it if it's like, if I'm not the floor, maybe. But well, I wasn't the floor. Uh, you know what okay. it is, is that... Usually I'll delist. Like it, but before I go to bed, I'll just delist. De de that is extremely smart um 
but I, you know, I don't do that. <laughs> I do find that, uh, I, I must train my cards better than everyone else. Cause it seems like every card I sell, I have much higher XP. Yeah. And what that allows me to think is that I can just match the floor price. Cause I'm like, why would anyone buy a card? That's, that's the same, you know, why would you buy right. the same price card with less, lower XP? But this Vandevoort one wasn't the floor, as you can see, and yeah. yet it's still sold. So I don't know, is what it is. But yeah, so that was my biggest sale ever. And I had all these plans to buy certain cards at certain prices. And the people who are selling those cards seem to be disagreeing with me on what the price should be for those cards. Which is weird because I'm pretty sure that I should just be setting the price of the cards, but it's not happening. Thank you to everybody who has joined us live. Mike Bastin reminding everybody to hit the like button. So yes, please hit it. He was also first in, which is uh, uh, always uh, impressive. So rare. This is like, is that so rare Holland? I can't actually see the whole name in my screen here. Matt Hay, Shriram, Nicholas, and Temp. Coops is here. Thank you guys for joining us. I wasn't sure if the topic today would get people to want to tune in or not. Like if you saw something and it was just like, oh, this is just shenanigans, would you tune in? Uh, yeah. And in fact, in true shenanigans fashion, I have something totally unrelated to uh, Sorer, but does involve soccer that I've okay. got a question for you on. Yeah, bring it on. Um, so my daughter has a soccer tournament this weekend. And you said it wasn't about soccer. No, I said it was about soccer, but not oh, about Oh, sorry. Oh, not about Sora. Okay. Right. So the soccer tournament is six hours away in the middle of Iowa. Great, right? Okay. So I was looking at the tournament schedule, and if they make it to the championship game, the championship game will be on Sunday at, I think, 4 p.m. Oh. Am I rooting against my daughter all weekend? By the time that game's over, it'll be like 5.30, yeah. close to 6. six out. It's like 5 hours and 40 minutes. We'll call it We'll call it 6 after I got to stop and go to the bathroom. Yeah, of course. Do you coach this team? No. No. Um, I mean, you're not necessarily cheering against her all weekend, just in the semifinal. To be honest, I have had a similar situation, but it was like an hour drive. And I was like, let's just not make the final. For an hour drive? Yeah, for like an that's, hour. Yeah. Okay, that's just cold-hearted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an hour drive is nothing. I mean, unless yeah. it's like a 9 p.m. game or something. But even yeah, then, yeah, yeah. I mean. It's, to be honest, I, th there's really no reason for me to get this way. But I have like the total, like, Sunday-itis, like, Sunday night is, I'm just like, I gotta, I don't want to do anything. I just want to like be at home and just, so that, that sounds absolutely horrific to me driving yeah. home six hours. I'm fine. I'm fine. Night. Yeah. I'm fine with the drive. And, uh, realistically, like, even if it were like getting home at like eight or 9 PM, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah. This is and, like 11 though. But yeah, it'll be like 11 and I didn't take off work on Monday. So, uh, it, it's probably, I mean, you got to like stop and eat too, right? I think we'll eat like right after the game, we'll eat and probably just go. Yeah, yeah, but it, I mean, it's still like a 6.30, 7 o'clock departure, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you have a helicopter? <laughs> no. Of course not. And I, can you fly a helicopter six hours? Like, I don't well, like that. It's that, not a six-hour trip in a helicopter. Well, but can you That's make that point, trip? Andy. Can you make that trip in a helicopter? I thought they were made for more like you know commuting around towns and cities and stuff like that. I don't think it's like a long distance thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what the maximum distance is that you can fly a helicopter. In. If anybody in chat can help <laughs> us out here, I didn't think a, we would reach peak shenanigans twelve minutes into a podcast. I'm not. And can lie. link to like flight plans of like the longest helicopter trips that are not like military based. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like for traffic guys. It's not for like commute. Yeah, I disagree. I, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I really have, I've never been in a helicopter. Never once. Hmm. And there's no way to, there's no like small airplanes that go. Or does that just get too expensive? I don't know. You mid Midwesterners drive so much that like six hours, there are people in the Midwest who are like, oh, it's just yeah. an afternoon stroll. Yeah, that's like a weekend trip. Yeah. Six hours. Yeah. I, I, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Like me, me to me to drive to Kansas City, and that's like typically like if if the kids are playing in tournaments, it'll be like Memphis or Kansas City or maybe even like Nashville, which those are all fun places to go. Yeah, middle of nowhere in Iowa. It's not like it's not like between games or anything. We'll be going to see sights. Sure, unless they have like the biggest yarn ball in the <laughs> in the world or something. Right, something like that. Because I'm dying to see that, but. Yeah. The world's biggest cow sculpture. Yeah, corn corn maze or something. Yeah, That's yeah. what they'll have is corn mazes. Um. Yeah. So I. I that's a. That's a. No, I think he. So yeah. root against them in the semifinals. Is yeah, just in the semis. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. To to guide us back on topic. Are you doing? Are you doing any preparations for the World Cup? No. Oh, gosh. Really? Sorry. <clears throat> I woke up this morning and I had an epiphany. Ooh. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to participate in World Cup shenanigans and I'm going to, I'm going to find some value somewhere and make sure that I have teams because um, if, if they do decide to like really go out and get licenses for a lot of the international teams, I could see the rewards being decent. And I don't think that they're going to treat the World Cup as just any other international break. I could be wrong, and I could totally um, basically like regret making some moves for the World Cup, but I think I would regret more if I didn't make uh, moves to prepare and have some teams ready. Okay, so somebody mentioned this. Percho mentioned this. Just get a La Liga 2 team for the World Cup. So I thought about that this morning because La Liga 2 plays during the World Cup. And sure. so does Serie B and the English Championship have a few games. And I'm fairly confident. Obviously, I don't know for sure, but I'm confident that those cards will not win you the same type of stuff that World Cup cards do. Like, I think they're going to have World Cup specific competitions. I think so too. Because I think you're right. The World Cup is different than everything else. And so they'll have stuff, you know, they'll have Global All Star. But then they'll have like World Cup special weeklies, like only, you know, win Argentina cards. So I do, I do think there is stuff like that. 
I, I struggle with the idea that they're going to have like a lot of non card prizes. Like people have been talking about that, but like you can't win a world cup ticket during no. the world cup. Right. Right. And winning, and it's not like they could be like, oh, we'll just give you tickets to the next World Cup because like mm-hmm. it's just, four years away. Right. Yeah. Right. Or or even any sort of, inter- you know, like, oh, the next Euros. And it's like, that's still in two years. Like, so now we're back to like signed jerseys. And that's really all I've seen them offer other than tickets. But I do think they will blow it out. And I just really struggle doing anything for the world cup. Like I was thinking about this literally with the Van Devort sale, because I was like, Oh, if I want to keep playing U 23 and somebody, I think it was Genesis posted something today. Like, wow, there are a lot of like goalies who are aging out of U 23. And I'm like, I don't even want to think about the world cup. So I don't want to think about guys who are like aging out next July, but that just like solidified that like playing, buying cards for the world cup, I just don't. It's just I'm not doing it. No, but I think it's an incredible trading opportunity. What if though? What if some of the, I guess the players that you bought to prepare for the World Cup were also players that were useful to you for like your normal uh, lineups? Yeah, so I think that's reasonable. Like I think if you are. I think if you're buying cards and you're, they're like, oh, he's also playing in the World Cup, like, great. But if you're well, buying like a card and you're like, this guy is going to be at the World Cup and you will not use the card until the World Cup, I struggle with that. One of the guys I looked at, actually, because goalkeepers are always like the biggest struggle. Sure. Jan, Jan Sommer. So reasonably, right? yeah, and reasonably, they could make it out of their group. Brazil and Serbia are the, I guess, the top two ranked teams in their group. And then they have Cameroon, which they're probably not favored to make it out of that group, but they probably could make it out of that group. Right. And one of the defenders that plays on Gladbach is also Swiss and plays for the national team and like regularly plays for the national team. That's kind of a fun little correlation that you could bring between both worlds right i don't know like that was the type of thing that i was thinking about and i'm sure you could see that a lot in the asian uh markets where like the goalkeeper and one of the defenders maybe play on the same team and then you're like two-fifths of the way there to your team and you can use it in the uh you know in the asia divisions is that crazy or is that just too rare that's not happening a lot i i don't think it's crazy I was trying to look up. Um, so, uh, Switzerland. Sorry for the American odds for those of you who don't use American odds. Switzerland's plus one hundred to qualify from the group, and Serbia is plus one thirty. Oh, okay. Cameroon's plus two fifty. Brazil with the uh, yeah. minus one thousand. Um, so Switzerland's so, favored a little bit better yeah. than Serbia. Just a yeah. little. Yeah. Oh, is it Elvedi? Yeah. He's like reasonably priced and he plays. Andy, I'm, I'm going to put it like this. <laughs> I, I've heard significantly dumber suggestions. Okay. I don't think it applies to a lot of, of people. Um, 
and yes, Summer has been great. He's probably expensive because he's just been he crushed. Is. But I have like a Paul Lopez, and Paul Lopez is worth about the same as Jan Summer. And get out. Yeah, they're about the same. And and Pau is younger, but Jan's been better. So I don't know. And Pau is not playing on the national team. So maybe no. I make that move. Andy, I think <laughs> figure on to something at least. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I, like I said, I've heard I've heard dumber ideas. Okay. But it, but so have you done enough research? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you don't know like how how many people this applies. Although you, I mean, I think you're starting in the right spot. Yeah. Like you can always find outfield players who play in the World Cup. Right. The goalkeeper is the biggest bottleneck right. possible. Right. Yeah. And yeah, that's Percho said that Pau has midweek utility though. So I guess I guess Jan does not have uh midweek utility. That sucks. Um but he's got nations league utility. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> does Pau actually play the midweeks this year? Yeah. There's no Steve Mandanda Jr. laying around. Well, uh, they got that Ruben Blanco guy, and he yeah. started the first game of the season, or maybe the first two when when Powell was hurt. But it's looks like it's Powell's job now. Well, I sold him, so that makes sense. Yeah, <clears throat> I appreciate you selling him. That yeah you know, was helpful to all of us Powell holders. Honestly, I would also buy Vandevort right now because he's going to be five ETH in about a week and a half. Shit, you're right. Just saying. Got to do the anti anti Laird. Yeah. So, who do you say it was? Elvetti. Got any super rares there? Not for not for cheap. One. He's not amazing. He's not amazing, but I think that you could win with him when they get a clean sheet. Right. That's kind of the funny thing is that you actually don't need Summer to get the clean sheet because he just like gets a thousand saves a game. Yeah. Oh, they shut out Leipzig, huh? I imagine you're probably buying Summer's top right now, though. Like he's never going to be probably be more expensive than he is right now. I know exactly when he'll be more expensive. Oh, World Cup? The day before the World Cup starts. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Ah, man. You know what's funny is that I have. Jonas Hoffman too. Like I should just make a Gladback oh. stack and Hoffman plays for Germany. Yeah. Not always, but sometimes. And I, I would assume Germany's favored to make it out of their group. They got oh, Japan sure. and Costa Rica in there. Let me see here. Germany. I mean, if Germany weren't favored to come out, then that would be like the biggest story. Right. Where do I? Germany are minus six fifty. Spain minus 750. They've got Japan and Costa Rica in that group. Doesn't seem doesn't seem like a tough one. Does anybody oh man? These are conversations we shouldn't have in public. <laughs> Why? Because now now you're gonna do this. Now we have to go do it. And who, who yeah. I was gonna say who plays forward at Gladback and who plays forward on the Swiss team like CA. or do or do you even want to go do you even want to go down that far down that you want to try to do a full Gladback stack and a Switzerland stack? 
I don't even mean that, but I just mean, do you you want to be tied to both of those teams or do you just want to have like two fifths of your lineup solved and then figure the rest out as you go? Um, Let's ask our guest who's about to come in. I told you before that I invited somebody else on and I didn't tell you who it was. So let's welcome to the stream our friend Quinny. There he is. (laughs) Hey, probably wasn't much of a surprise. <laughs> no, was. a I had no idea. Yeah, he really well, had no idea. Um... <laughs> hey, real quick, I'm going to step away for a second since it's Quinny. Uh, I'll be right back. Hmm. Look at that. He was so offended that I brought you on that he's just like, get it, I'm out of here. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, Quinny, we were just discussing a World Cup and whether... Oh, cool we're getting, we're doing anything for the world cup. Meaning if we're getting, we're buying players specifically for the world cup. And Andy came up with this idea to try to get Jan Summer and Nico Elvedi from Gladbach because uh, they both play together domestically and for, um, and for Switzerland. What do you think about that idea? Um, like, yeah, it's, it stands up. Way, I had a feeling. See, so after I got off the Wait, the uh, the shade that I was thrown, I was like, "Oh, I know what it is." It came <laughs> finally. <laughs> yeah, it finally, it finally delivered. Twenty sent me this hat, and a, and a, a Celtic uh, um, uh, what was program. It? We call it. Yeah, 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 program. Love Which, it. What's funny is 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 in in Europe, you guys call these visors, not hats. No. Nah. <laughs> well, I mean, like it had a tag on it, and it was like uh, um, something. Maybe the Belgians do. I bought it from Bruges. It's a ah, Bruges hat. Okay. So maybe the Belgians call it a visor, but not in the hmm. UK. No. Well, I appreciate it. I'm wearing. No, it. no, no problem. I can't. I can't forget about it. You know, we'd. Uh, I think I sent you a message about three months ago, going, "Oh, I found this." By the way, I forgot <laughs> to send you. And then I came across it maybe about a week ago or something. I was like, "Oh, I can't send him another sorry message. I just fucking go to the post office." <laughs> 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 just had to do it. Uh, so no, I'm glad I'm glad it made it. Uh, that's good. But I think Somer Elvedi, like it stacks up logically, you know, like Switzerland are a good solid defensive team typically, as Gladbach are better this year than last year. But like I wouldn't purposefully chase them down to get Gladbach and Switzerland exposure. But like <laughs> yeah. if you know, but like if you're getting one of them already, then maybe the other one makes sense. Here I was. I was like, yeah, I want Gladback exposure. Sure. Why yeah, not? if you do. If you do. Like, I get it, man. No. And, uh, we were... No, no. Where was it? I was chatting... Oh, yeah, it was. It was when we were chatting under 23s. And, like, w- one thing that I think will be good to maximise on is, like, teams that don't play midweeks because they're just going to have much less rotation as the season kind of trunges on. Gladback don't have Europe this year. You know, they were mm-hmm. crap and should be better. So, like, not a bad team. Like to, to chase down, I can dig it. You know, I had this, I, I always had this obsession of getting guys and players and teams that have that midweek utility. Um, unless it's like Kamik or something, like there's so much rotation. And sometimes I, I almost feel like I'd be better off with, with teams that didn't have that midweek utility because I, those midweek DMPs are constant, always dealing with them. It's funny you say that. One of the reasons I sold 
Vandevort was because he doesn't have midweek utility. And the funny thing is, is that I talked to Sean who has like a gank stack and he's like, no, I love it because I know they're always going to play on the weekend. And I'm like, yeah, but I have these other midweek guys that are just like worthless because I don't have a goalie. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I definitely want the same wavelength for Sean with, with some cards, like goalkeepers. Like if you, again, like same kind of stuff we spoke about before in terms of like having them as a token that get by the door kind of idea, but um, like for midweeks, if you do need a keeper, if you've got the team, you know, if you've reckon you've got two to three strong teams, not having at least two keepers is a bit, um, you know, it's not quite self harm, you know, but you're, you're you're letting yourself down a bit. I think, you know, but you have, like going into the lineup builder and yeah. not being able to put a lineup in. Yeah, well, that's it. But I, again, this is one of the things that when I was listening back to bits of our stream from yesterday, and I was like, oh, I definitely want to come back to you. Um, at some point, is I think sometimes with these situations, particularly even what we're talking about now, midweek utility, I feel that the, the best thing I've done for myself sometimes is like paint myself into a corner where sometimes it's like, well, I've sold those guys. You know, it's kind of similar to what we're talking about with like um, the, the, the U23 region kind of idea. Um, so like if you've got, a, a, so yeah, if you've got like, if you reckon, oh, I could get three teams out every midweek, you, you should probably only have two goalkeepers. Like just to make sure that you get two good teams rather than three bits of rubbish, and then it's like, oh, I could have had two. Um, but equally, if you've only got one keeper, even that makes it down even more. But yeah, so so anyway, yeah, that's kind of what I stand on. That sometimes you can have midweek utility for the sake of it, and it's not really worth having. Um, but yeah, sometimes when you know the right thing, sometimes it's better maybe just to paint yourself into a corner so that it's like, oh, I can't play midweeks now, just forget about it and write it off, or I can't play Champion America now because I sold the goalkeeper or whatever. I had the thought recently to try to become a midweek specialist. Yeah, like, I mean, people do. Only play midweeks, like for real. Yeah. And then, we, you know, everyone always talks about how the rewards are worse. But I think in the new year, that's a solid strategy. Because, see, in the new year, like with the um, condensed fixture calendar we're going to have, there will be some wacky, like, I, I don't know, right? But I'm just going to make this up. But, like, Denmark will have like six midweeks out of eight or something for no real reason other than they've got to finish their games by like April or whatever. Yeah. And if you're wise to that stuff quick enough, then that's a great strategy, I think. Especially because all the region, all those specialists and underdogs, everything's open across all the scarcities, weekend and midweek. You know, so like if you had like a proper laser, then you know you could definitely uh, rub your hands together. I think. Mike Bassin was saying, in Black, that uh, they have Euro qualifiers starting in March. And Switzerland's always pretty good in qualifying. Yeah, they are. If you get through this international break without Summer and Elvetti, I'm going to be really disappointed. All right, I'm going to do it. I'll do it. I'll do it tonight or today. <laughs> Chasing them down. Yeah. Very solid. The whole Switzerland defense. If you look at it, like if you wanted a doubler, like you know, the the whole defense is really good. You know, and we've actually I, I, now that we're talking about this, I'll just check right. But we we had some um, new uh, what do you call uh, Serie A teams on, and one of them was Torino, and one of the guys at Torino. Um, some people may be familiar with is Ricardo Rodriguez. Oh used yeah, to, yeah. Used he was to be that old DraftKings uh, star. Used to be, I was going to say, used to be like Max Arnold tier. You know, used to be one of those guys that would just bang set pieces for. Um, who was he at? Was it Bremen or Wolfsburg or something? And then he went he was to at, Milan. Wasn't he at Milan for a little bit? Yeah, he went to Milan. Like Milan signed him that same summer as Hakan Kalinoglu, 
and they yeah. paid so they brought him in from Leverkusen, they brought Ricardo Rodriguez in from Wolfsburg or something. And between the two of them, I think they were like 80 million. And AC Milan fans were losing their mind. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but anyway, Ricardo Rodriguez now finds himself at Torino and he has one rare and 13 limiteds available. And I don't know what his scores are, but yeah, he's got hundred in his last like 15 or something. Just looking at his score chart, he looks like a, a fullback. Yeah, he's he a fullback, yeah. yeah, he's a left back, but he's not quick, so he's not like a mad He's not a mad athlete going up and down there, you know, so I don't think he should be that bad. I think it's more Torino maybe conceding goals, maybe let him down. Um, I, I also want to say, and it's not always, but I think he might take penalties for Switzerland yeah. when Shakiri is not on the field. He's oh, that kind of guy. Yeah, he's like that kind of guy. He's a dead ball guy, you know. I don't think I made that up, but maybe I did. No, maybe I'm pretty sure he takes penalties and stuff. He certainly had a role on set pieces for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, must be so, Nations League, yeah. Oh, can pick up a Shakiri too. Oh, oh. oh gosh, oh. another Chicago player. Just <laughs> <laughs> by the Liverpool kid just to make you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Shakiri's been okay, but yeah, I, I sometimes look at his scores and I think nobody really talks about him, but I think in America, for how bad Chicago have been, I don't think he's been terrible, has he? It. Honestly, it would be fun to just have like a full Switzerland stack and then just be like all on board. Let's go. Switzerland to the and moon. May, and, and, yeah, and maybe throw like a Kamek in there too, just to <laughs> <laughs> just throw the best player in the platform on there. Just so, just so I always have a captain, you know. That's what fantasy football is all about, isn't it? Is uh, yeah. just throwing that wee guy in. Like I was, um, I was making a few wee like short videos in that just before coming on because of that Liverpool announcement and. Um, like, see some of the example teams I put in that. It was like, I was just trying to also put faces that people that click on a thing for one second or recognize. And it was like, the teams I started putting up was like a full Celtic team, but I had like David Silva in it and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like getting a full Switzerland and then getting a wee power card on top. Um, it's a tough group, but it was Switzerland, eh? Serbia, Brazil, Cameroon. I don't know if I'd be backing them on that. Yeah, we were, uh, before you hopped on, uh, Andrew looked at the the odds, and, and oh, they okay. are the, I guess they're the slight favorite to make it out of the group over Serbia. Just yeah, like tiny sure. edge, tiny edge. Right, fair enough. I can uh, I can definitely get that. I was looking at the Japan squad this morning. Um, they've got a tough group as well. The thing with the World Cup and see looking at it is like it dawns on you quite quickly how many matches are in the body tournament if you made it to the final. Like, <laughs> and then who makes it to the final? It's such a maybe a futile exercise. I think the group stage is worth being involved in because I think the group stage, like underdogs and I don't think they'll do ticket competitions or anything, but I'm sure they'll do some fun stuff. You know, like I think it's worthwhile having entries. I think the, I think the struggle really is predicting... Oh, look at that team. Oof. That's nice. Know, the struggle really is predicting... Uh, that last guy plays for City, doesn't he? He does yeah, now, he does. yeah. Does he play? He did play the last game. Uh, you know what, Switzerland, but, isn't that enough? You know, I was gonna say, you know what, City like for injuries in defence. I think he might be in the team now. But if I was you, man, I'd be back in America. You're, you'll get out of that group, no problem at all. Who's our goalkeeper? Through. What goalkeeper do I buy? Uh, Sommer. Oh, okay. Play America. I mean, so I already have. I think I already have the America pieces. Like I've got a McKinney. I've got a. Or, uh, I got you get a the Dutch keeper. What's that? If you get the Dutch keeper. Um, no, I'm talking about what keeper do I run with my America team? 
I'm just thinking if you maybe had one of them already. Do you have anyone that's going to the World Cup already? No. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if you've got the Dutch guy, he's got a great group. That could be fun. Yeah. Do we even um, know who's going to start for them? Is it not Bijlo? Is it not the Feyenoord guy? Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's been starting. Or Denmark. Who's the Denmark keeper again? Or Kasper Schmeichel. I don't know if he'll get a card this year, will he? Do they resign? Where do you go? Nice? Yeah. Yeah. We don't have Nice, do we? Or we do have Nice? No, we don't. No, I don't think so. Where's my mind? Oh, no, we don't have Nice. Oh, fudge. I think... Keylor Navas, that's who you get. <laughs> yeah. I, actually, I actually did look at him the other day. But he's still expensive. Who? Navas. Oh. Go he's even a, a, do a CONCACAF stack? I think yeah, he was con- like, his rare was still like 0. 0.6 or 0. 0.7 or something. And then you get Alfonso Davies, Navas, and then the America outfield, and you're cooking. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be getting America. I was looking, I made a little World Cup squad on my page, on my, my club. Yeah. So I, was, I was thinking, like, do I have the footprint to mess about? And like I was saying, maybe get an underdog team out or some nonsense. And like my best hopes of the World Cup are Gio Reyna and Tyler Adams right now. Um, <laughs> are, you, are you gonna get a Jesus Ferrer to go with him? I've got a lot of Japanese cards also. Um, so I just don't know who's gonna play and whatever. So I've got like five Japanese forwards. You can probably guess what team they'll play for. Um <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few other bits and pieces lying around, but um but yeah, I'm not buzzing about it to be honest with you. These are only rares and supers. I've not even looked at limiteds yet. But um Andy, do you do you have Matt Turner? I did. But not anymore. I sold him before he like right before he went to Arsenal. Yeah. I think if he was playing, I think like I think if you take the whole Stefan plays for City thing out of out of the equation, I think Turner is the number one like out of the two of them. I think if you're going to pick a guy for the World Cup to make some saves and all the rest of it, I think I think, I think so too. I mean, Stefan plays for like Middlesbrough or something now. He's been shooting and, and out, and he's he's hurt right now. Like he's not playing. Yeah, so, so. I'm not sure he's better than Turner either. He, he might not be. Yeah, we've, never seen, back- we've never seen him play. <laughs> that's a good point everyone fancies him for kicking and stuff you know but again like if you look at like you know you're probably not worried about america playing out from the back um (laughs) in this group you know against england iran and wales it is going to be just a case i get the result and you want a guy that can make big shots and i know he's at arsenal he's not playing every week now but over the last three years he's clearly played more football than stefan um and then horvath obviously is a joke and maybe sean john's got a shout by the way he might he's with them now Campione's Cup champion, MLS <laughs> Cup champion, you know. It's just raining, <laughs> raining medals for Sean John. Just needs a World Cup. He didn't even play in that game. That was the best part. Neither he did. Neither he did. Forgot about that. Baraza stealing the show. Mm-hmm. The funny thing as well is I got my Baraza jersey mint card for all that's worth like a day before or the day after that Campione's Cup thing. And I think I, I get like two or three messages right after it. People are that is Baraza in? Because I've also I've got three of them already. So people just go to my account and see he's got three. <laughs> what does he know? <laughs> got oh. one too, Quinny. And I, I sold my bay is it today. Laird. Sold my bay is it. It's so funny you say that because despite me wanting to get out of U23, I was like, if I stay in U23, maybe I'll buy a bay is it. Well, he's a great so I, I don't know how long of the members team you hung about for, right? But the situation I'm in with Bay is it, right? Is I did the the old Sorry, Andrew's handcuff maneuver, didn't I? I went and got myself a Silvio Lung Jr. Oh, the Lungbuster. The Lungbuster, yeah. 
And as we all know, long story short, Longbuster was in and out of the team, and now he's in Saudi Arabia. And then the handcuff was the boy, Bayezit. So combined, both of them cost me. I paid Bayezit. I bought him as a starter, then he got dropped, and now he's back as a starter. So I paid like a lot of money for Bayezit and a lot of money for Lung. Now, finally, in Ethereum only, I'm able to escape this transaction up. <laughs> so that's the only reason. I just kind of noticed that after talking to you. I was kind of looking at everything, and I was like, well, for both of them, I paid 0.7. If I can sell Bayezit for over 0.9, then I'll just wash my face of this one and move on. And I've got my eyes on a replacement that now he's got an auction coming up soon. Um, so Now, Laird, would you rather have the, the, the card that the glove is showing? Yes. yes. Yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. The new season one's a nice button. He's got a nice little pose on the go, like he's kind of voguing. Mm -hmm. I I didn't even realize it until after my Vandevort sale, but I took a massive fiat loss on the Vandevort card. Really? Like massive. Oh, because of the ETH swing over the last like, three days or something? Yeah. Oh, bugger. So I don't even know since I bought it, but like literally, let me see here. I bought the card for one ETH. I'm pretty sure it was one ETH. Yeah, one ETH, and I sold for 2.8, but it was $4,300. That's actually, you know what? It was actually not as big of a loss as I thought. I thought it was over a thousand. Nah. And I couldn't have been happier. Someone came. That's fine. Someone the other day was like, hey, that, because I bought, I bought Messi Rare, like, and when ETH was like at its highest. Sure. And, and and people were whoever it was was like, hey, that Messi's doing quite good. It's it's up to like eight ETH or something. <laughs> yeah, I've taken like a five grand fiat loss on that card. <laughs> you know which where, where did you get it? Five like three three point five or something. I don't somewhere in there. Yeah. There's probably a much easier way to do this. Probably. It's one of my favorite bits of the show. I was oh, going through graphs yeah. looking for my black spies. <laughs> Here we go. 3.6. Oh, nine months ago. Yeah. <clears throat> Almost your messy versity. Three, yeah, it should be right. In there-ish. There yeah, there you go. All right. So this is what we're doing, World Cup prep, or what? No, we have no idea. We just happened to go down that road. Oh, no, I, was just, yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah, World Cup prep, yes. So Van der Voort's gone, Laird. What's happening now? He's going to prep for a World Cup team. Oh, <laughs> that's definitely the strategy that you were talking about for yeah. ever, you know, that day there. <laughs> I'm going to have a Cameroon underdog stack, and I'm just going to go for it. No, you're going to sell Van der Voort. You're going to buy Jan Sommer. Mm -hmm. And that defender that we looked at, I don't even remember his name. <laughs> And you're going to make a Swiss stack. As as I said Nico. to you, I maybe for limited. That's on, a fun idea. I've I've, ha I've heard much worse ideas. And I've had a lot um, of bad ideas. But who's the top one? Who did we say was the top team in that group? Brazil. Yeah. Brazil. Oh. I was going to say it's like other low scoring teams. Then like the clean sheets could be that Brazil probably just blast them. See now that there's Allison's as well, by the way. Like I was like really close to going mega on an Allison in January because I thought Brazil are the team to back for this World Cup. Like, really, if you're gonna back a big team, Brazil's the one to go for. And the price seems to be crazy, but obviously now we've got new Allison's and we've got limited Allison's. So yeah. 
uh, kind of opens in our big hitting team out because obviously Germany, France, Spain, all these teams are well complemented on the platform. So just getting a wee top up of that. Who is your your Brazil stack? Mine? I don't have one. <laughs> no, 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 but like if you could, if you were going to build one. If I was going to build, uh, well, assuming Allison remains number one, I don't know if maybe Ederson's chapping on his door a wee bit. I think he's the man. In defence, I think you have to go with, um, throw probably Militao, it's probably the safest bet, Marquinhos, probably, quite obvious ones. Neymar is like Mr. Brazil. Yeah. In midfield, I'm going Bruno or Paqueta. Yeah. Uh, one of those two. Um, probably Paqueta if he keeps Yeah, he's really good for them. And then, I don't know. Uh, there's a few outsiders that could get a shot that maybe don't have cards and stuff, like Jesus or whatever. I'm I'm still a big... I'm holding on tight for, for Cunha to get into the squad. I don't think he'll be a starter at this rate. Um, but the last one to fill it out, I don't know, you could probably have a good bit of fun with, like... Um, Neres, there's a few guys like that that kind of float about the squad that you don't expect to. Let me go and pull their team up. The last team they played. So, so Andrew, you have uh, Neymar and Messi. That could be a fun uh, World Cup team for for limited, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine everyone who like wants those will have them at that point. Like, I think people who don't play limiteds will be like, oh yeah, let me just go get limited Messi. Well, when did we come become worried about what other people were doing? <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I just need... So maybe that's what it is. Summer, Elvedi, Kimmich, Messi, Neymar. It's limited. That sounds great. Damn it. I thought we are talking about rares and real big cards, but after talking about limited, I, oh, I don't have them. those cards in rare. Nah. You, you probably don't even need Kimmich, right? You could... There's probably other midfielder options that, that make sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not spending whatever it takes to get Kim again. Um, he's over an ETH, probably unlimited. He's almost two. Two. Oh, he came back down. Never mind. I thought he was still up here in this range. I can't see uh, if see if he's fat. I can't see Giorena not like getting headlines in the group stage. Like, see, I'm really hoping he stays fit. <laughs> I think. I hope so. Against Wales, Iran, and England, like, they are great games for for somebody like him. If you're thinking about maybe not a Kimmich, but some another mid that could bang, you know. So you know who I think is going to be the total sleeper of the tournament, and then we're going to realize it as soon as it happens. Griezmann, yeah, Griezmann's like a great shout. He's Mister, just like yeah. Neymar, Mister Brazil. This guy's Mister France. Yeah, you know? and he like is well rested because the guy doesn't play more than thirty minutes a game. He's cheap as chips as well. 0.07 for unlimited. Remember when when his rares first dropped on the platform? Oh, they were huge. It was like one point three ETH, and this is when ETH was expensive. <clears throat> Well, it was because everyone's like, "Oh, it's cool. He's an investor." And yeah, he was so getting, cool. he was maybe getting to the Barca team, but then he and it was like, "Oh no, he's way back to Atleti now." And we never got Barca cards. Go back and, to all time. Yeah, hit all there, Andrew. Woofed. <laughs> it's got to be the one. So let's see. Oh, Zora. Zora. Three even like the seven. two, three, four, five. Like, look at those. That, that like just falling like a knife, eh? He's a quality player. Great for France as well. I mean, he's better for France than he is for Madrid. Certainly. I think oh, that'll change, but... You know, Vinicius, that's who we need from the Brazil stack, of course. He seems like the type of guy that would come to America, right? Griezmann? Yeah. He's definitely yeah. a yeah. yeah. You know what he's going to do, by the way? 
Besides, I think he's going to be in huge NBA player. NBA uniques. Yeah, uh, he'll be all over that. He's always at the basketball when he's got a few days off. I, I've gotten like more and more bullish on Sorer NBA over the last few days, and awesome. it's like guys like Greetsman that are the re- reason. Like, I think there's a re- there's a legitimate chance that it like. I think there's more a more reasonable path that Sorer goes mainstream because of NBA than football. Yeah. It's not beyond the realms of possibility. I've actually got for you and your brother to start doing some content, Quinny. Ah, well, that's it. Um, I was, uh, I'm halfway through uh, an edit for the World Community League. We got together and uh, done a video yesterday, and I've seen that to Trip and Bees. Like, I'm, I'm really happy to, I'm looking forward to it because I'll be in all the videos as like the dummy that doesn't know anything about basketball or whatever. And I'll get him to, you know, just kind of guide me through it. But also, I know all the so rare stuff, so it should, should be good crack, man. I'm looking forward to it. Not a big basketball guy, but I say like I don't mind messing about with a few cards and having a laugh with my brother. And hopefully, again, he can maybe teach us some stuff about well, not you two, but you know us, everyone else, like <laughs> about some details of basketball or whatever. Because he's a good yeah. player, my brother. Like he knows people who went and played NBA and stuff like that. And he's like a qualified ref, and he does like he's a big basketball guy. Like he does that stuff in his spare time and whatever. So it's like awesome. local. Yeah, so he's a big like I said in that tweet I put out. Like he's the same way I am about football. He's the exact same, but with basketball, he's just mental for it. You know, so <laughs> it should be good. Does Does Celtic have like a, a basketball club or uh, Boston Celtics is maybe a closest thing? No, I mean like I, I mean like in your community is is are there oh. like basketball clubs and yeah, there's a team called the Glasgow Rocks, and I think they play in a UK league, but. I don't, and there's a hockey team here as well, like ice hockey that play in the UK league. And I think as far as like non-football sports go, they're kind of doing pretty well up here the now, but cool. it's like very small. Like, yeah, it's not anything to write home about. Hmm. But I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think Griezmann we're going to I think we're gonna see him go nuts. Uh, Griezmann will be doing the, the auction unique live streams with us. Griezmann will be coming yeah. on them, you know, and... <laughs> Well, Antoine, how's it going? How's it going, big man? We haven't had one like a player uh, get involved in the the big au- like football auctions yet. Yeah. You know, you ought to do one for the uh, uh, not 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 the trout, the uh, Aaron Judge uh, one. Whenever they sell that, the Judge unique. Yeah, because they're gonna sell it. I, I would assume right after he hits sixty one or sixty two. <clears throat> He's gonna. They're gonna sell it on Saturday. That's what they should do. And the big score in baseball is like 60. 60 home runs is a big number. Yeah. Uh, so like what is it? Roger Maris hit sixty-one in like like a hundred years ago or something like the forties. It was nineteen sixty-one. Sixty-one and sixty-one. I thought you meant the score was once the guy hits a few sixties. That's what I was saying. Is that a big score on basketball on baseball? No, 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 no. I must. This is just. It'll, it'll be a record-breaking. Ah. Uh, uh. Got you. Never mind. Ignore me. <laughs> like, like a, like a monumental thing. In fact, yeah. I mean, like you know, it's he's actually not breaking any record except for the AL record. Right. You know, big Mark McGuire's got the. Well, I, I guess I guess Barry Bonds has the. Yeah. Bonds' record is as legitimate as McGuire's. <laughs> so this is the real record. This is the steroid-free. Record. Oh, get out of here! Get out of here. <laughs> I'm actually going to the game on f- tomorrow, Friday. Thanks to SoRare. Nice. And I'm bringing the brains of the operation, my 11-year-old son, and it's going to be his first Yankee game. Do you know how much tickets are going for some of these games? 
I saw in the left field bleachers, uh, tickets were like two grand. I mean, that's what? that's just a maybe I can. There's upside to the cost of that. Like you can. Right. <laughs> I saw an estimate earlier that his next home run could sell for five hundred thousand, and then the sixty second could sell for two million. So oh, if you catch the ball, if you catch the ball, yeah. Wow, that's a dream, eh? Yeah. People, uh, people want to fight over all that stuff. But yeah, we're uh... <laughs> someone in chat just said, "Do you have any idea what we're talking about, Quinny?" <laughs> uh, not, not particularly, but like I, I understand rounders. So anyone in the UK will know what rounders is, probably. It's like very like basic baseball. So I kind of, I can get um, some points, but I don't. Yeah, I don't have a great. Wait, what is this rounders? What? Uh, rounders. Do you not know rounders? It's basically the same as baseball, but there's no complicated rules. It's just hit the ball and run around the bases. It's called rounders. Yeah. Like, there's no. It's just die. Like, it's just baseball with run. Uh-huh, so just hit what, it and run. What do you mean, no complicated rules? Like, like it would be like you'd be on the park, and maybe like if you're playing rounders, you've maybe got a, like, a really good stick off of a tree somewhere, <laughs> and somebody has a tennis ball or you know like a really small crappy football or something. Yeah. And then like somebody will pitch it like a baseball, and you'll hit it with your, your stick, and then like there'll be bases, probably jumpers. And then, yeah, you just just be like basic, no rules baseball, but we call it rounders. I'm gonna watch a YouTube stream of this. Maybe somebody would have a baseball bat. You know, there's a good um, Kevin Bridges joke. I, I don't know if you don't know Kevin Bridges, he's a Scottish comedian, but he's got a good joke. It's like um, something to the tune of like Sports Direct, like the the sports shops, you know, around about here, Mike Ashley and all that. Uh, in Glasgow, they sell like records amounts of baseball bats, but they've never sold a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> So there might be maybe somebody has a baseball bat, but normally that's um maybe you're not playing games with those people. More of a security system. <laughs> yeah, it right, looks, like, baseball, it, it looks like the bat they're using is a real short one-handed bat. Ah, there'll be people that have like every I'm talking about me growing up and like oh we'll play a game of rounders, but like yeah, there'll be people that uh, yeah, you would play in PE and you'd get like a, a styrofoam little tiny one. Yeah, yeah, you would do that, uh, sort okay. of thing. But it's basically a baseball for kids, like basic, basic. So rare rounders will come before the Premier League gets added, says John Andrews. <laughs> what do you think about Liverpool? I, I was all in on the, it's everything or nothing. And Laird, you thought I was crazy for that, I think. Um, I did. Do, we, do, do you think this, that this is it then? Because they've not said anything, you know. Do you think this is it? Nicholas's tweet makes it seem like there's more. Oh, I might not have seen that. What is it? We're just starting? Is that what? what yeah, is yeah. This is the no, beginning or something this like is the that? Begin- yeah. Nice. Rounders bad. There we go. Yeah, there it is. What did he say? Let's get started. Yeah, love it, Nick. Yeah, get started, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but no, I don't. I don't think it's everything. And I, I think, think maybe started is just like, oh yeah, we're gonna have more clubs because there are always more clubs you can add. They just don't play in England. Yeah. Now. What do I think versus what do I hope? Um, I think that that's probably it. I kind of agree with Quinny, I guess, on that, but I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I think, like, maybe I didn't see that Nicholas tweet until like right now, but I, I, I think seeing that, maybe we get like three or four Premier League teams, maybe the whole league or some nonsense, maybe it got a bit, I don't know, complicated or murky, and the, the league have just said, nah, if you want to do it individual, see you later. And I don't know, maybe, maybe, who knows? 
I think that's fine. Like, I don't think... But imagine, we got on. Like, imagine we just got... Imagine they said next week Man City, next week after that Man United. You yeah. probably would forget the rest of the league at that point anyway. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, are we really dying to have Wolves? I mean... I that's what I was going to say. I don't know why I'm picking up Wolves. They're like, we don't have the entire Premier League, but this week we've got Burnmouth and Brighton. And everyone's like... <laughs> oh. Okay. Great. Then they'll get relegated, and or maybe not Brighton, but championship. <laughs> Do you think it would be a bigger deal? Like, because everybody gets really fired up during international breaks and the drama, like, hits peak, although we haven't really had it this week. But do you think people would rather have no more Premier League teams or, like, three that were Wolves, Forest and Crystal Palace. Yeah, I think people take Wales Forest and Palace over nothing. Really? Yeah, I think so. Because like if they get relegated if they get relegated, they're still kind of useful, you know? Um and yeah, it's like yeah, it's it's just a bigger footprint. Mm -hmm. Bigger footprint's better than a smaller one. I think yeah, I think everyone would be but again, like no one's gonna rush out. Like if we got Crystal Palace, I would go buy an Edward quite quickly. Um, but I don't think anyone else would be that buzzing about Palace. What was their teams again? So again, like uh-huh. the, the point of that is like, even though they're crap teams, there's probably someday in each of those teams that maybe somebody would be like, oh, finally, like that guy's on the platform, that goalkeeper, or there's another guy on the bench that I know oh, he's not going to make it at, you know, Nottingham, you know, and they'll sell him next year and he's actually really good. I can buy him for cheap to now. And, you know, so I think, yeah, people would be happy enough with it. Is in our card to go get or something, you know. What but if yeah. it was the choice between three of the bottom table clubs versus Chelsea? Chelsea. I think you always want the, you know, if you can get a top six team, you're always going to want the top six team over. Yeah. Yeah. Over quantity. Over I guess. Yeah. Because you want the ability to win the best people, and the best people play, and the bit you know, you, you sure. if you're not going to buy Chelsea, you want to win, you know. Pulisic sharp, you know, whoever, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So you want that in the price pool. With it. I, can't ima- I can't imagine that card coming out on the platform because it's basically useless, but um, people are paying over an ETH easy for, for that card. Hi, no problem at all. If you look at the price of like, Gio Reyna's when he first came out and he was like broken, people yeah. were still paying mad money for him when he first came out. So uh, I don't think Pulisic will be any different. There was somebody else as well. It was another America card that went, Yunus Musa. Remember when his one of 100 came out? It went mental. Like don't don't even tell me about that. <laughs> Did you buy it? No, was it not Zara or something? No, I have like the sixth mint, but I paid like 0.7 ETH for it or something. Nah, something mental high. Yeah. He's coming good now, sort of. He, yeah, he and he. I I mean, I guess he's had two or three decent decent games. We'll see if that continues. But yeah, his number one went for mental. Look at that, three ETH it was. Hit, hit dollars on that, Laird. <laughs> so yeah, Pulisic, no bother. <laughs> yeah. It seems. Oh, there you are, Andy. You got in at number nine. Like uh, Pulisic should come out right after the NBA launches because a bunch of people are like, "Oh, let me get that American guy." Yeah. Oh, the American. What was it? The LeBron James of soccer. <laughs> right. Who was it? They said that it was a newscaster or something, wasn't it? I think, or... Yeah. Uh, no, it was uh, Pawn Stars. The guy was trying to sell. Yeah. 
yeah, like that's a what it was. jersey with like a signature or something, and yeah, <laughs> somebody that clearly knew nothing about, you know, football. <laughs> If the LeBron of soccer means the best American in the sport, then I suppose he is the LeBron of soccer, technically, to somebody. Is he? <laughs> I don't know. Is LeBron the best American in basketball? I don't know. Not anymore. Uh, not anymore? So LeBron's about to be cheap then? He's just getting old. Yeah, I, mean, he's, I think he's older than me. <clears throat> Fair enough. Hi. So somebody's saying, I think people outside of Europe maybe don't understand just how big the Premier League is. If so rare were to get the license of all the Premier League clubs, the platform would skyrocket. We're not doubting that at all. Yeah, The Premier League is actually like the most popular league in the US. Yeah, Actually, it might be Liga MX. Certainly not Major League. Really? Like we get it. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of Mexican natives, I suppose. A lot, yeah. yeah, it's... Liga MX is definitely more watched than Major League Soccer. Like it's not even close. Um, no, we get it. Don't worry. We get it. Are you ready for all your card prices? If all your card prices values double because of the Premier League, do you just sell out? I don't know. Like again, like I I get these those kind of questions quite a lot, or not quite a lot, but I get them often enough from people. Like, oh, you know, how would you sell? Or if your gallery did this, would you sell it and all that kind of stuff? But if the Premier League came on and my gallery doubled, like I probably wouldn't even notice. Like for the most part, you know, unless it was someday that became wildly like expensive for no reason. I was like, okay, well, I'll sell him. You know, <laughs> I think all th all three of us have been here for. At least like two or three booms, yeah. and if if that was like if if our gallery doubling in value was our trigger for selling, we would have already found a point to sell, and you know during one of those times, might take profits or something. But um, I don't know. I'm I, I'm, I will I'm say here. That, <laughs> yeah, I I think one of the points that somebody made recently, and I forget where I heard this, read it, wherever it was is that a lot of Premier League fans are just Premier League fans. Yeah. So like, oh, that's obviously interesting. all of our cards are not Premier League cards right now, except for the scattered West Ham and Liverpool ones. So like, I don't think, I don't think Vandevoort's going to 5 ETH because a bunch of Southampton fans are now on the platform. No, not at all. Mm. Maybe. I... But when Vandevoort goes to Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. You'll get some diehard Southampton fan that wants, like, like you know, the first one or whatever. Or maybe they want the Southampton first one, you know, but aye. It's just, it's, I, th I think the, the thing about the Premier League, for better or for worse, is that kind of aspect of, like, Premier League fans, but on the whole, on the main, are Premier League and Champions League viewers, right. primarily, you know, like, that's all they kind of watch. And, you know, like, I've been making content, you guys have been making content. We've all been talking about this game for ages. It's not really... I still think Soria is kind of unknown, like to the general man. Like I don't think anyone, I don't think it's a recognised name or even. Oh, oh yeah, what's that thing again? Like I don't think it's even there yet, you know. Um, and you know, like if you were going to be, if you're a football fan, which you know, if you are a football fan and you're hopping about social media, there's been plenty of stuff of like you know, American, you know, MLS football and Bundesliga football and Serie A football, like from all of our channels and lots of different ways, and even just general content that doesn't get engaged with to the same extent but something that's like premier league related like just it, is it you get the potential in terms of like content videos or whatever just to go nuclear just because the premier league just has everything around it and the you know if you make a video basically what i'm kind of saying is if i make a video talking about like a valencia player or something you know it's not going to do anywhere near the same as if i was going to go and talk about even a crystal palace player would probably do like i did a video 
in March talking about Paqueta going to AC Milan or something like that. And I did a video about somebody going to Newcastle. Maybe in Paqueta going to Newcastle. Or, uh, yeah, I think it was that. It was. And um, he went to West Ham in the end, didn't he? Yeah, it was yeah. Paqueta to Newcastle. And I had Newcastle. I still have Newcastle fans probably. like That video did like mental good for my channel on views. And it wasn't even that good a video, but it was just because it was Paqueta, Newcastle United, you know, like... Those and, two keywords. Uh -huh, and it just popped, you know, so like, yeah, on, I, I don't think in any... And again, like, I, see, with that, I make these Celtic videos on that other channel, Celts are here. That's like a really big Celtic, you know, website, media kind of outfit that's been running for years. And uh, the guy that runs that was saying to me, after we'd done a few videos and whatever, he's like, oh, I'm starting to see this surreal stuff pop up, you know? And that's obviously because, like, obviously, like, all of us with Celtic cards and the SPFL kind of tie in and whatever, it comes onto their radar a bit sneakily now. It's, it's in the back, it's on games at the side of the, on, on the boards at the side of games and whatever. But the Premier League, unless you're watching, unless you're tuning in and watching La Liga or you're tuning in and watching Bundesliga, you're not getting any of that kind of subtle marketing kind of name recognition stuff that they're doing now. And uh, maybe Liverpool is the gateway to that. Getting, that's one Premier League stadium where you're advertising now. That'll be cool. Go yeah. match of the day. That'll be funny. Yeah, I guess they're global partners is the term that I keep seeing them toss around. And I, I don't know if that, like, does that entail something different than them just licensing a club? Maybe Ultimate Champions are not Arsenal's global partner. Wait, say that again? Maybe. I don't know. Like, if you, if, if that, like, because you brought that up, if that definition means something, then, like, I'm just kind of throwing it back to you. Like, maybe other licenses exist that aren't global exclusive you know it's just like i don't know some other nonsense legal does, it, does that even mean that it's exclusive I don't yeah know. gotcha you know just a thought because yeah they are bamming that on like they signed syria then they signed the clubs individually and it's like exclusive deal with napoli and exclusive deal with this oh we've signed syria but these other ones are kind of bolted on top so there's obviously like behind the scenes you know between some of these companies that are all going for this stuff there must be like proper um must be proper proper like, legal battles over this stuff, you know, in terms of constructing bids and winning stuff. And I've got the right to that. No, we we won the rights to Liverpool two years ago and blah, blah, you know, there must be all sorts of crazy stuff going on in the background because that is a bit of a land grab, these licenses. Yeah. You know, I think it's been kind of spoke about primarily on John's, but I, I think across all kind of content. Yeah. And um, yeah, that kind of global thing, yeah, I, I make you right, Andy, I, or Black, sorry, when it was both Andy. Um, <laughs> that's, I think that's quite deliberate and recurring language that we're getting from them that they kind of want everyone to know, but that's saying like global partner, you know, it's, it's partner, you know, it's always the word as well. I get, as an affiliate, that's even the emails I get is, hey, partner, you know, like. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so cool. Hmm. Hey, partner. Sorry, I'm trying to sell more cards. But yeah, I was I was hoping to grab I was hoping to grab you again, Laird, after the stream we did the other day because let's see, I was listening back to it and there was a few bits and pieces that I thought, yeah, that I, I think because see when we were doing that, I didn't I was I didn't know what we were going to be talking about necessarily. I didn't really know what was going to be happening. So I was the whole thing, I was thinking on my feet and thinking, right, what am I saying here? What did he just say? What is like logical here? And am I talking shit or make sure I'm talking on point? That's kind of all the internal commentary that's going on in my head. <laughs> But when I was listening back to it, I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of... So, the Van Der sold, and I, the, see, the first thing is, like, I couldn't believe the price you got for it, like, genuinely. Like, I think that's a great point to be getting, because I've listed my Van Der for free, if I'm hopefully, like, I think that's a great price to be selling him at, even with he's been down and whatever. 
We'll we'll talk later about that, Quinny. Oh really? Black wants one. Oh really? Okay. Black wants that one. I'll sell I'll sell it to you for the same price Laird sold his for as worst case if you want. Or whatever I'll keep, I don't know. I'll keep you posted. You can I'll talk have, to if you want. I'll have work to do if I yeah. if I want to make that happen. But I also have Jan. You got gotta Jan buy Jan's and this other guy to take care of Nico. So fair play. But um but uh, and then as I, and then as we came back on like today, like I was I guess I was maybe going to try and catch up with you. I don't really remember all the bits where I was like, I better come back to Laird and say, remember this bit and and uh, I was thinking about <clears throat> all the stuff we were going through. But the Vandervert sale, like it was really really one of the parts because when you were looking at that team and you kind of spitball to me, oh yeah, I reckon about four for or something is what you would get for the whole squad, and then you've basically got three quarters of that out of uh, the goalkeeper. Yeah. Like it really does swing the door open to how you can really at attack this and really like upgrade in a big way. Like going getting a big power super rare is like very much on the cards for you, which mm -hmm. is fun. You yeah, know? that's the idea. I tried to get one that I'm not going to say on stream because I'm still trying to get it. But I was saying for Black before you came on that the seller of that card seems to disagree with the uh, valuation that I have put on the card. So we'll get we'll get to that in a little bit. With super rares, that's so tricky, man. Is it a few sellers or just one? Just one. Yeah, yeah, it's a nightmare. But I think it just expired. Actually, I have to check on that. It's a nightmare. I've kind of got that situation with Talos Magno, so I'm trying to get his jersey number because of obvious reasons. And he's obviously quite cheap to know because he's in crap form. MLS is about to go out of the season, whatever. The guy that has his jersey number bought him like oh, for market rate on auction, and I fell asleep because his number fucking 43. Yeah, I've it's a weird it. number. I missed it. I was waiting for it, but and I missed it. It did auction. It wasn't a reward. And he paid like market rate for it, 0.6 ish, just under 0.7. And he's got it listed constantly for an ETH. And the market still is just under 0.7. And I'm like, mate, I don't mind giving you something because you got the jersey number. Fair play to you. I'm happy yeah. to give you something over for that because you know why I want the card. But the offers he's knocking back, I'm like, I'm mental for even making this offer. You're even crazier for rejecting it. Like, <laughs> because. Yeah. But maybe, maybe he's the same as you and he's like, I love this card, but I'm not letting go of it for less than I need. Perhaps. But I don't think it was something that made me think that he obviously knows it is a jersey number, but it is just a trade opportunity for him. It's not um sentimental in any way. Let me see, where was he? Is he even still listed? I yeah. had um I had somebody ask me for my Tony Watt limited jersey mint today. Oh, nice. Was it Tony? <laughs> it was not. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Tony's back on the prowl again, trading cards. Oh, there we go. He's. I, I looked at his gallery the other day. He's just like loaded up with super rares now. It's so hard to keep up. He's got a really. He's got a really fun strategy. I won't ruin it in case. Um, I don't think he's on the. Uh, we're recording tomorrow. I can't remember if he's confirmed or not. But I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll let him tell it. Yeah. Um, I don't know anybody who changes strategies more than Tony Watt. It's so hard to keep up, honestly. Like, but he does have. But see, see the thing, Tony has so much fun because he's always engaged in like trading, and I think that's the bit he enjoys the most is turning around. And as much as I, I struggle to keep up sometimes with what who he's got for how much, and then how much he's moved them on for and whatever. Like, he is always like by and large saying, "I got this for that." Now I've traded it out and done this. So as much as he's got like really high turnover, I think it does. Like, everyone loses trades, but I think in the mean. He's kind of moving upwards in terms of the the kind of aggregate of his trades, you know. And he's, I say, it's all about having fun, you know. He submits teams because you can. I think he's just <laughs> he just loves getting stuck into the market more than anything and trying to find guys under price and take a turn on them. Yeah. Well, why not? It's a fun game. 
<clears throat> for sure. I'm going to have buys as well, right? You know how Fabrizio Romano does all these, like, here we scout tweets? Yeah. I was thinking about doing one, like, uh, it's a parody, but doing, like, bad players that made bad transfers. <laughs> and then, like, getting the cat, like, protect, like, See the way he's got his, and it's like in a wee phone. He's also got in a wee holster somewhere or something. Hey guys, blah, 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 you know, and give it all that. <laughs> now, are, now, are you going to shill these players as like guys to buy, or are you? No, like, I was how, thinking how more to see because it was a pat. See, because I'm thinking of doing it as a parody. I'd be thinking more of doing it as like, oh, you bought this guy, think he's going to have a good season. Well, he's just transferred to PSG, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> or you know that kind of vibe, you know. Um, That's fun. Eyes are off. I don't know. Do you think that'd be funny? Yeah, if I did it I, well enough. I would like. I would like that content. Yeah, right, cool. I'll try. And, I'll try and do that. Yeah. I just seen that they done a tweet from him. It's so rare seeing something about Fabrom, and I thought, oh well, that like bulbs went off. I'll ask somebody their opinion. Do you know, it's like sometimes you come up with ideas for stuff, and you're like, nah. Now, be now, now you need a fun name that like plays off of that. Here we scout. Here, you know, uh, in that yeah. vein, and see, yeah. him, see if you can get him to retweet it. <laughs> Here we drop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one. We need to come up with something yeah. for that. I like that I, one anyway. That could be good. Um, Quinny hasn't been here the whole time, but we went a little long, and so I'm cutting us off. But Quinny, thank you for hopping on. It's always uh, great to have you here, especially when we don't have a topic. It's two days in a row that we've talked that I told you, let's talk, and I didn't tell you what we were talking about. Part of that is because Andy and I didn't know what we were talking about today. That's why we were just bringing up shenanigans. So thank you to everybody who has joined us in the chat. If you guys could please hit the like button on the video. That's always very appreciated. And rate and review if you are listening to the audio version. I'll be back at the beginning of next week with the Sora Data Strategy Show with Sean. And then Andy and I will be back at the end of next week for another Sora Andrews. Gentlemen, thank you and good luck. Bye, Sean.